This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can, How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly, written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. I'm a church girl to the core. Like church, God is what I grew up with. Like my, uh, my stepdad is a pastor. I've been in church all my life. I probably knew the word church before I knew any other word. Like I just grew up knowing God. And so I'm like, why not incorporate that into everything that I do? And so it kind of just, my blog just kind of evolved with me as my work, my walk with Christ evolved as well. And so just seeing how, where I am today versus where I was before talking about just fitness, like you mentioned, you can incorporate God into everything that you do because everything belongs to him anyway. And so if I'm talking about fitness, I can tie that into God because he wants us to be uh, take care of our bodies because our bodies are our temple. If I'm talking about something in my personal life, there are scriptures about encouragement. If I'm talking about something at work, like he wants us to be uh, to work as we're working towards him. So just figuring out ways to tie God back into everything it just made it easier for me. I'm like, I know all these stories in the Bible. I know a ton of scripture. So why am I not incorporating God? And then just taking steps back. Like, I don't care if people call me a church girl. I don't care if they call me whatever. Like I'm more like this scripture says, I'm more worried about my soul and where my soul is going and where I'm going to spend eternity versus somebody else's opinion of me. But I also receive encouragement in my inbox from people who I love this scripture that you posted, or this was just what I needed for today. So just being authentic and not being afraid to be who God has called you, called you to be. Like if Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Harm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you, from Jordan Depths to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar. Welcome back to Women With Balance, and you are now on Balance Her. Today, we are discussing Mark 8, 36, and per usual, we're going to go ahead and kick it off in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now thanking you for who you are and just thanking you for giving us the wisdom to even start our own business, to be entrepreneurs, for all of those that are even trying to be entrepreneurs. Father God, we thank you for the passion that you put inside of us. And we just ask that you continue to guide us and lead us in the right direction, Father God. And we just thank you for the opportunity to be a steward over what you have blessed us with. And we pray that we are good stewards to that and that we do it in line with your word and who you would like us to be in Christ and the example for you. And we thank you. We praise you. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm LaShondra. This is Alexis. And I'm Ren. And today we are discussing being a good steward of your business. So we will go ahead and pick up on Mark 8, 36. And in this chapter, 
God actually is discussing um, his death and resurrection. He's pre predicting it and he's talking about this and he's speaking to the crowd. And he says, for what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? I chose this for being a good steward of your business simply because there, there was a lot of other scriptures I could have ch chosen. I could have chose scriptures that just literally just say, be a, be a steward. But I wanted to focus on, on kind of what we talked about in the prior episode of choosing a business that upholds God's word and that does not detour people from Christ. And we can kind of, some may say, okay, what do you mean? Example. Um, we can go with certain rap music. I'm not going to say all rap music because some rap music is very, I feel is fine, but there is a rap music out there and rap artists that are very degrading to women, um, that encourage nothing but drugs, nothing but sex. That would be what I would say is a business that is not being a good steward of the gifts that God gave you. Um, that would be one of my example, probably owning <laughs> a porn store <laughs> is probably another great example. I'm sure it's a very, um, lucrative business, right? but <laughs> the, is it for God? That's, that's the key that we have to recognize that you can have an amazing idea, but is that idea in line with, with Christ's word? And so my question to you all is, have you ever um, started a business or had an idea that you were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. But then you realized that it was not a part of God's plan. Mm, yep. <laughs> uh, For sure. <laughs> I would say many, not many moons ago, but a few years ago, um, I wanted to be a influencer, like the makeup girls, right? Because I liked makeup. So I started YouTube. I invested thousands of dollars into a camera, the lights, the backdrops, and the makeup. Like I had, I wanted, I had to keep up with all the makeup. And as if you know, if you follow any type of makeup, anything, there's a new product every day. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> yes. so I'm trying to compete with these girls who get these products for free mm. right and I'm over here literally broke trying to get a foundation <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like but I kept trying because like deep down I was trying to help women but I was doing it in the wrong way because right. I would do I was trying to do this makeup thing and then somehow get like an encouraging word in there and what's funny is that never prospered. I never got the views. I never got the follows. I put it down. And then, you know, you try to run away from your God, your God given gift. And I decided to pick mine up. Okay. And when I came back to YouTube, I started talking about relationships and coaching and all that. And that has prospered a lot quicker than what right. I was doing before. And you can tell, can't you tell? You can tell when it's God. You can't, like, mm -hmm. you can't. My, my business just in that time frame of just that switch already switched. I can already see the difference 
in changing the way I was coming at it with the makeup. Cause it's funny that, that you say that since we're talking about makeup, you know, I tried to do the same thing and I'm gonna let, let, uh, Ren let you jump in too. Um, I was trying to do the same thing as far as I actually was trying to separate it. I was like, Mm. nobody's gonna want to do be hearing about God and we trying to do makeup that was my first impression and I was also like looking at you know what uh, I had accomplished with women with balance I was like well women with balance yeah I had all this growth but I wasn't making anything financially so I was like okay God like I don't want to get in a position to where I'm back pouring all out out now now and I'm not really getting anything in return I'm not going to be able to survive off of that. That's great. You know, not saying, taking anything away from encouraging people, but you can't live off encouragement. <laughs> like just, I mean, I'm just being honest. No, encouragement <laughs> don't pay the bills. They don't pay the bills. So <laughs> like, I, I appreciate it. And it's, it's been great, but I'm like, y'all not, y'all don't even want to buy a t-shirt <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. So I'm like, I can't, like, I just can't keep doing this. So I thought I need to do this different. I need to go in a different direction just focus on what's trendy, et cetera. And then like I told you guys, you know, God checked me real quick. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you can't hear me? Oh no, I just, I was oh. like, oh, hold up. <laughs> okay. Um, like, wait a minute. There is a way for you to combine the two. And it's funny how he revealed it to me, but not to you because that was not your calling for the makeup nope because and the only reason i think for me it was different because he literally taught me how to make it so it's like i was mm-hmm. like he gonna teach me how to sit here and make the makeup <laughs> and not have a way for me to put him in the midst of it because he's the one that gave me the gift and so it's a little bit it was a little bit different for me and also because isn't it funny too he also gives you stuff that you don't even think think you should be doing it was exactly right. you thought that that was something you should do and it was the opposite for me I didn't never even thought about doing no makeup I never even thought about being no makeup influencer I, I was like Lord I just learned how to do my makeup yesterday <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what you mean <laughs> so you know it's, it's, it's not always the obvious thing nope. that you think that it is um, sometimes it's deep deep passions that are like with inside of you that you didn't even know and they have to like bubble and and come out. So um, being a good steward of that is understanding that no matter what product that you're offering, like God is still the one that orchestrated it and gave you the gifts, gave you the ideas, gave you the passion. So you wanna still always give him the glory. And sometimes that doesn't always mean like, you don't have to do what I'm doing where I'm, like all of my stuff is centered around Christ, the names of my glosses, what I talk about. You can still have a business to where it, you're not doing devotionals every day per se, but your business is for Christ. Like you're doing it decent and, and, and you know, with honesty and integrity, like we spoke of before, you're doing all of that behind the scenes. It doesn't have, have to necessarily mean that you have to start speaking to people and, you know, all of that. That's not everybody's calling. But yours could be financially and you're teaching people 
finances um, from a biblical perspective and just teaching them the right way. So it's, it's always, it's it, you can incorporate God into anything that you do because he's about everything. He, he, he's the one that created everything. So yeah. it's funny to me that we actually have the nerve to ask, how can we incorporate him? How can you not? Right. <laughs> so what about you, Ren? Sorry, I got on a tangent. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. So I think mine's tying to kind of like what both of you guys said. I think about the scripture, Psalms 24 and 1, the earth is the Lord, the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. Like everything already belongs to God. And so I think about when I first started my blog, um, I didn't start it because I wanted to, it was focused on God. I started it because I was doing a 60 day workout challenge. It had nothing. It was more about me and working out with my friends every day. And I wanted to keep them encouraged. But as I continued on, I was just like, I'm a church girl to the core. Like church, God is what I grew up with. Like my, uh, my stepdad is a pastor. I've been in church all my life. I probably knew the word church before I knew any other word. Like I just grew up knowing God. And so I'm like, why not incorporate that into everything that I do? And so it kind of just, my blog just kind of evolved with me as my work, my walk with Christ evolved as well. And so just seeing how, where I am today versus where I was before talking about just fitness, like you mentioned, you can incorporate God into everything that you do because everything belongs to him anyway. And so if I'm talking about fitness, I can tie that into God because he wants us to be uh, take care of our bodies because our bodies are our temple. If I'm talking about something in my personal life, there are scriptures about encouragement. If I'm talking about something at work, like he wants us to be uh, to work as we're working towards him. So just figuring out ways to tie God back into everything it just made it easier for me. I'm like, I know all these stories in the Bible. I know a ton of scripture. So why am I not incorporating God? And then just taking steps back. Like, I don't care if people call me a church girl. I don't care if they call me whatever. Like I'm more like this scripture says, I'm more worried about my soul and where my soul is going and where I'm going to spend eternity versus somebody else's opinion of me. But I also receive encouragement in my inbox from people who I love this scripture that you posted or this was just what I needed for today. So just being authentic and not being afraid to be who God has called you, called you to be. Like if, if that's what you're doing and you're showing your personality doing it or if that's what God has given you, there's nothing wrong with that. And who cares about the naysayers? Yeah. Like they're always going to be there. Always. No matter what. But... God is there as well and his opinion trumps anybody else's opinion of what anybody else can say or think about me especially with everything going on today like everybody got an opinion but God is the only one who's sovereign and he has everything in his control amen, amen. I like that part it kind of rings a bell or I can um sympathize with because I I didn't grow up in the church so I was like I, I can't, I wasn't a church girl, but because I've come into Christ because of my heartbreak, um, sometimes it's the enemy that plays in my head. Like, now you're going to be like everybody else. Like, oh, now you're going to go to God. Now, now you all better. And it's like, nah, because you don't know what he did for me. Like, right. he took me, you know, was I like a major club girl? No, 
but I definitely, you know, went out and I still enjoy it. It, it was just my intention behind everything was yes. validation. Like, and that's the key difference that I think people miss. And I'm glad you brought that up, even though it's kind of like off subject, but um, a lot of times we've made rules and regulations for things like we've decided something is a sin that's not necessarily necessarily a sin. It's a sin because Teach. of your intentions. <laughs> Teach. That's what people miss out on. So if you li- look, if you're listening to this podcast, Shonda still goes out sometimes, but Shonda goes out with her husband. Mm-hmm. Shonda is not looking for no man. Um, I'm getting cute and dressed up for him. Um, if I go out with my friends, it's for my friends. For our friends. My friends. I'm not going home with guys at night. I'm not getting drunk, mm-hmm. passed out, and dancing on the table. You can go out and do stuff and still honor Christ. It's because some people don't have any balance and do not know how to have discipline when they do things. And there's a difference. So I just wanted to put, point that out because I, I really get sick of people doing that, judging people by stuff. Sister, this may be season four. This may oh. be season four. I feel this. I feel this. <laughs> well, like people giving you their convictions. This season yes. four right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this because I, you know, I came into God at 20. Well, I said the prayer at 25. 27 is when he was like get over here now. Um, and one of the ways I honor God is also through my dance class. Like I'll pull you, you know, you guys see a little bit here and there, but yes, I'm in heels, dancing in heels, but that's me almost in a way honoring God that my body's healthy. I can do it. Then I'm not dancing for no man. I'm literally bonding with women as we dance. I'm like, yes. yes. Like, Everything it, is not about a sexual thing no. or you know, like that, like people, people just get it, get it confused. And I, you know, I had to tell a, a older lady, literally, I'm like, you know, I need y'all to stop making up scenes. If it ain't, if it don't say it right here, then it ain't no, it ain't. Then it ain't <laughs> and no don't give me your, per- and everything that's a personal conviction is not a sin. That's your conviction that it's you've true. had to put boundaries in place, but it doesn't mean that it applies to everybody else in a mama. So stop trying to convict other people because that's your personal conviction for your walk with Christ. I don't feel convicted when I have a glass of wine. That's not my conviction. And so I'm going to have my glass of wine and I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to enjoy it, girl. But you better say something, because I'm I'm just like, I need y'all to stop. And your soul is after the glass of wine. Okay? Yes. Yes. I'm still intact after I finish my dance class in heels. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Baby, speak to the people. Say it for them in the back. <laughs> yeah. That is a I, whole nother I, word I right felt, there. I felt that in my spirit. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> me and Alexis have had these kind of sidebar conversations too. Cause like, I'd be like, Lexis, now. I'm just letting you know, don't be, look, don't be no holier than thou when we go, go somewhere, because I'm finna have me a glass of wine. I'm letting you know. <laughs> right. And, I'll be and you should. Right next to you. Okay. <laughs> right. And it's not like somebody's getting sloppy, drunk, in right. person. Like, the Bible speaks about drunkenness. Yeah. That's having an excessive amount of something. But if you just have one glass with dinner, like, enjoy his brother and, and and he's talking about because and, and it goes back to your personal conviction 
because yes. your excessive amount may not be my excessive amount. Exactly. You, one glass for you might have you on the table. It might take me four. I don't, you exactly. know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it, you got to determine that for yourself. What's your level? And that's where you need to stop. When exactly. whatever you're doing causes you to make decisions against Christ, that's when it's a sin. That's your level. Exactly. When, it, when it does not do that for you, when you have the mental capacity to be okay, then that's okay. It's no different than like what you feed your spirit. We talk about like movies and stuff like that. If you can't watch certain stuff and it makes you, causes you to do certain things, you don't need to be watching it. If you don't understand exactly. it, make believe, don't, you need to cut it off. <laughs> right, right. And the gag is what I found real funny is one of the first miracles Jesus did was turn water into wine. It <laughs> talks about how there's wine in heaven. So I know when I get to heaven, I'm having a glass of wine. And it's going to be real good. good. I wonder what flavor it is. Okay. White or red. It's probably good, too, girl. <laughs> you know it's good, girl. It's probably the best wine we ever tasted in yes. our life. <laughs> then I'm going to praise God right afterwards. Yeah. Like, wine, like, drink toast to God. Toast to Jesus. It's my glass in my hand. Like, it's toast to Jesus. Girl. Yes. See, I knew I was with the right people. The Lord knew. <laughs> my sister to me. <laughs> okay y'all so sorry y'all we digress <laughs> Wrong conversation. in our spirit so <laughs> we had the right that's a preview of season four what's season to come four. <laughs> four to come all right so i do want to kind of just walk away with how to be a good steward of your business or in some of the ways that that entails being a good steward of your business and so for one of course i think first and foremost we have to um financially remember that christ is the head of the business so you want to give him the 10 percent off the top for that business that business that's just like your job it's just like anything else that you get receive income from um, you want to give God those first fruits. And I, so I believe that is definitely being a good steward of your business because he's definitely going to give it back. That's in his word. That's what his word says. So he has to honor his word. Um, and then, of course, the honesty, integrity, that's being a good steward of your business, you know, running the business with that honesty and following Christ and um, just being thankful and giving him the glory for the business and always being reminded that this is not your business. It is his business. Mm. You are just the co-pilot. You are the VP. That's it. <laughs> I don't have nothing to add to that. <laughs> I think the only thing I would add is like, you know, you know, people know what it feels like when you go to a store or just anything in general where you're being served and you don't, they don't treat you right. Like they're mm -hmm. little, they have a little attitude, a little short with you. Always remember how it feels to be mistreated mm -hmm. and m always do better, you know, treat people better, you know, just treat people how you want to be treated. Really? Exactly. You know, it's the, one of the golden rules of life. So. Mm. Amen. Well, with that, Alexis, go ahead and pray us out. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just want to thank you for first and foremost getting us all together um, and discussing your word because your word has endless amounts of lessons in it. And for those that do listen to this particular episode, we want them to know that whatever they partake in, that you lead it first and foremost, every idea, you're the creator of every idea you give us. 
and to not leave you out of any area of our lives, whether it's business, family, relationships, ourselves, money, anything. And we just ask that you guide us through every area of our lives. And in Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.